evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark. I am your host. I am Kyle Reese. It is October 18th, 2018. Uh, welcome to the show. Look, I think we all know what direction this is going to go tonight. I know we're going to talk a lot about Bryce Harper, and I know we're going to talk a lot about Manny Machado. We're probably going to talk a little bit about Josh Donaldson. We're probably going to talk a little bit more even about uh, Mike Moustakis. I've got a feeling that Mike Moustakis' name is going to get brought up a lot. Anyways, uh, to all of our loyal people who are chiming in, uh, Manny Machado is vile. Good work, Graham. To all of our loyal pad people, uh, welcome to Prospects After Dark. As always, hello. It is great to see everyone. Uh, we're going to talk about whiskey. So tonight's whiskey is simple. It's easy. It's $20 at Schnucks locally in St. Louis. It's called Maker's Mark. You guys know I love it. Uh, 20 bucks. So uh, that's how you do it. Happy 18th. Yeah, I don't know what that means. What are we talking about? Mo's algorithm. Hello, friend. How are you? Uh, Lankford is just Colton Wong, the black version of Colton Wong. Uh, I don't care if Manny Machado is Johnny Hustle or not. I want him more than anyone. Uh, again, up until I started listening to Mo's algorithms make too much sense, I, too, wanted Manny more than I wanted... Uh, Bryce Harper, but it just, it doesn't seem like the Cardinals are going to be in on Machado. Anyone you hear talk seems to think that, you know, the experts, as it were. Uh, so now let's focus on Bryce Harper and let's go get it done. Give me that Bryce Harper daddy butter. Give me that daddy butter. Uh, uh, let's see, Bryce Harper, let's go. That's right. That's right. As most algorithm says, Bryce or die. There's your hashtag. Hashtag Bryce or die. Uh, Mo's made sense. That doesn't seem right. Well, I want to say real fast. Uh, you know, sometimes our Twitter profiles end up being deceptive about who we really are. And I think that all you have to do is listen to the Wednesday podcast, Bow Ties and Sweatshirts or Bow Ties and Bullshit or whatever it's called through Two Birds on a Bat, uh, the second segment to hear how smart and how well-educated and how attentive Mo's algorithm is. His segment is easily the best of the three that are put on and uh, a little bit different than maybe his Twitter personality leads on. Anyways, I love hearing Mo's on the Two Birds on a Bat uh, I love the guy. He's great. And yeah, he's he's dead on about Bryce Harper. I don't know if you can argue against it. I know people have uh, bro ties. I like that. I, I know a lot of people have tried to find an argument against it. Uh, one of the guys in our group chat, Todd Thiessen, has been going back and forth with Moe's all day today. And you just don't have anything. It just... It makes too much sense to go after, to not go after Bryce Harper. Uh, is anyone nationally talking about BH to cards or is this just a lot of wishful thinking by fans? I do think it's wishful thinking by fans, but I don't think it matters if any of the national guys are saying that the Cardinals are going after Bryce Harper. When have we ever been led right in that direction? Like Stanton, because it was so damn obvious. Uh, it wasn't until the last minute. Hey, uh, hello to your, for the first day. It wasn't until the last minute with like, Dexter Fowler, people were saying that it was a good fit, but no one had any information. It wasn't until it was almost done that we started getting it. I don't think it matters what the national people are saying when it comes to who the Cardinals are going to sign. Uh, tra uh, how many innings does Rick Ankiel pitch next year? You know, again, just like with bringing Adam Wainwright back, in my opinion, nothing wrong with it. For those of you who don't know, Rick Ankiel is taking his rehab or his return in the Major League Serious. Uh, John Mazelak is going to meet with him and talk about a contract potential spring training invite. Uh, the same thing with Ankiel as it is with Wayno. As long as they're pitching up to their capabilities, then I'm fine with it. It doesn't hurt anything. Wayno's contract was super cheap. Uh, there's no reason to get upset about it. Now, get upset if he's not one of the 13 best pitchers and he's pitching meaningful innings. Then get upset. Uh, but I want to have a little bit more faith in Mike Schilt than I had in Mike Matheny and expect Mike Schilt to do the right thing regardless of legacy. And I'll probably come back to or regret that. But I love Adam Wainwright as a person. Hey, freaking cards, what's up? I love Adam Wainwright as a car, as a person. 
And uh, same thing with Rick Ankiel, and I'm really rooting for them. And what's the worst that could happen? Rick Ankiel comes back, and he's a loogie for six weeks out of the year, and it's terrible, but we all get to root for him one last time. I'm all for it. If there's one thing Rick Ankiel's return to the major leagues has taught me, is that he's due for at least one magical moment. Uh, let's see. The national media will definitely give Donaldson to the cards. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, play the segment from the, card, the cat chat where Gould says they're more interested than they're showing. Again, I love Derek Gould, but I will say the one thing that's constantly brought up about Derek Gould is that sometimes the organization kind of laughs at what he says uh, and states publicly. I don't doubt that he's getting information, and I don't doubt that he's getting information from people he trusts and people that know more than we know. Uh, but I just don't think that, again, we take too much into it. We invest too much into it. Um, let's see. Travis Janik from a couple minutes ago said... Is anyone nationally talking about Bryce? Oh, we already went after that. Yachty Bomb 4 said, I definitely think Moose would be a nice complimentary piece on top of a Harper or Machado. Two feelings about that, right? The Cardinals still have uh, bullpen pitching issues to, uh, to address. So even if they sign Harper, remember, the Cardinals aren't going to spend $35 million a year and then spend another $15 million a year on Moose. That's not likely. They'll look for a cheaper option. Uh, more than likely, that cheaper option is in-house with Jed Jerko if he doesn't get moved, or Gyro Munoz if he doesn't get moved at third base. That's what I think personally. Um, I, I think any type of remainder salary that they're willing to spend this offseason will go to uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, will go to addressing the bullpen real fast. We've got two things to go over. Cheers. First cheers goes to my boy Eric B, who loves that morning after STL TMA STL. A happy birthday, my friend. I hope you're having a great day. So somebody said use gyro. I say use gyro except for when Jed is doing his Jed thing where he's in fuego and lights out. Ride those Jed hot streaks and then supplement gyro where needed. I would rather die than sign Moose from Blake Riker. What's up, Blake? Uh, I'm not quite there. Look, if he ends up being a complimentary piece to another move, I'd probably be okay with it. But if he's like the placeholder, the the, the marquee piece this offseason, if... If the Brewers don't pick up that option, that mutual option, if he doesn't want to go back, and I know that there's an, a lot, an infield logjam there, but you just never know. All of a sudden, they could make some moves, and Shaw could be playing in left, and Shope could be playing in center, and shoot, Scoop, or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, anything could happen. It's a modest price, and it seems like a good matchup. Uh, pick up any STDs in LA from Iowa Neck. No, no, no STDs. Uh, I blew a chance. Uh, actually, I'm not going to talk about that. Never mind. Just know that uh, I really, really just, I'm not good at any of this. But no, I, I will say that LA was way better than I could have expected. You know, uh, I, I think Hollywood's been lying to us about what LA is to keep everyone who isn't in LA away from LA because it's beautiful. It's paradise. It's 75 degrees. The people are awesome. The people are beautiful. The people are nice. Uh, everything's expensive, but the temperature is great. I mean, it's, it's paradise. The closest you can get to paradise, and I haven't been to San Diego. All the people in LA say San Diego. Uh, um, all the people in LA say that San Diego is a place where paradise is, but for me, the closest I've ever come to paradise even Palm Beach is uh, is L.A. It's just beautiful out there. Uh, did you go to Manhattan Beach? I did not. Uh, sorry about that, Ryan. I hear it's a good place. Uh, Graham asked, I've always wanted to go to L.A. Yeah, for again, for those of you who, like for me, for instance, a couple things you need to know about me, I guess. Uh, I'm not a fan of, like, Hollywood culture. Like, I love movies. I love movie stars. I love television, all that stuff. Uh, but I don't get into reality television. I don't know who anyone is. So I don't have like that obsession with Hollywood culture or star culture or 
idol culture that a lot of people do. And I think a lot of people think that's the only way that you can enjoy L.A. And I'll tell you right now, uh, as long as you enjoy beautiful weather or great food, you're going to like L.A. And people are cool. I had great conversations while there. Uh, I've stayed on beach in Santa Monica. I spent some time in Santa Monica. It was beautiful. Uh, hello, Nup Early. How are you? Uh, congrats to Ryan Sheriff. There we go. Uh, Kyle, do you watch Netflix Daredevil? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tonight at midnight, we get Daredevil at Netflix. Uh, it might be 2 o'clock. I'm not 100% sure, but I love, love that Daredevil. I can't wait for it. Uh, Price is dealing tonight. It's nice to see David Price dealing. I, I root for that guy. I'm glad the Cardinals didn't sign him, but I root for him. Uh, from Langston Lil, say the cards go for BH and miss out. Doubt Dexter will feel like they trust him out there in the in right field. I think Dexter understands now that he's let an opportunity slip between his fingers. And uh, I think that he knows that the only way that he's going to gain trust is if he performs. And sure, he might not be given the opportunity to perform. And maybe bringing Bryce Harper is the one thing that you need for him to remove that no-trade clause. And then maybe magically somebody's willing to trade him or take on a salary or swap salaries or whatever happens. Uh, but let's not... like. Bryce Harper or Bryce Harper and Dexter Fowler shouldn't matter at all. If you bring Bryce Harper in, Dexter Fowler doesn't even play that often, so it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter at all what Dexter Fowler wants or needs. Uh, didn't you hear it was Matheny's fault? Dex struggled last year. Yeah, that's holy narrative, Batman. Yeah, that's about as bad of a as bad of a lazy of a narrative as you can get. And, and again, if Dexter Fowler, I. I know Dexter said that he felt like the communication issue and he never had the trust from the manager. And that's on him. That's about as bad as it gets. Like, uh, But I know what it's... I mean, look, anytime you're at work and your boss, you feel like your boss doesn't trust you, you're not going to perform up to your best level, right? You might work hard at first to earn it, but it might not be the best. Uh, lefty reliever name, your 19 pair. Well, again... I, Gregerson and Brett Cecil are in the same position for me. And Mo mentioned both of them as maybe not having as secure of a roster spot as we might otherwise suspect. But what I keep telling people is with Brett Cecil and Luke Gregerson and Greg Garcia, they're on the roster until they are not on the roster. And obviously, that's it's a dumb cliche quote. But we need to keep in mind that they still have roles until they're no longer on the roster. And we shouldn't write them off because you just never know. Uh, I would think that when it's all said and done, that... All three of them aren't on the roster come January of next year, but or February of next year, but we'll see. So uh, operating underneath that assumption, and unfortunately there aren't any left-handed starting pitchers that you could see transitioning to a bullpen role uh, on the free agent market. But look, there's, there's a really interesting group of free agent relievers, none of which I particularly feel super comfortable with. And I would expect uh, and prepare myself emotionally to go into the season with Shreve, Webb, and Mr. Cecil vying for two spots. Uh, what's an escape go? Did I say escape? Escape? I meant escape. I'm sorry about that. You know how it is. I'm 60 foot six. Kyle, I don't think the Cardinals are the shallow in the pen, as some think. Need a closer though. See, uh, hold on. Mo seemed to indicate that they were both toast. Gregerson and Cecil. I uh, I'd be all about them getting a closer, but they're not going to get Harper and a closer more than likely. I believe, again, my own foolish thought, but I believe that Mr. Jordan Hicks would be able to handle it. And I know a lot of people are kind of on the fence about that. I think a lot of people are stupid because they're worried about the uh, the strikeouts. Uh, I think the strikeouts come with a little trust in his stuff and a little development. Remember, this is a kid who had never pitched above high A, who was not allowed to throw his changeup, uh, was not allowed to throw his curveball, although three were were clocked. Uh, but I'm just saying that, like, if you go into next year and you have Brevia, Hicks, Hudson, and Ponce de Leon, maybe Leon, uh, vying for that closer spot, I don't feel as insecure about that as a lot of other people do. And maybe maybe Alex Reyes ends up being the guy who ends up being the closer when it's all said and done. So 
You know, I think Alex Reyes in the pen makes the most sense. I like him as a fallback if things don't go well with Hicks or Hudson or Ponce de Leon or Brebier or Leon. I'd sign Harper, then package the uh, prospects for the bullpen help. I don't ever feel comfortable addressing the bullpen, ever. Like, how, how would you even do it, you know? Uh, and plus, the one advantage about signing free agents is that you get to keep all of your cute little precious little pretties. And that's important to me. Uh, as a prospect guy, and also as a guy who understands that the Cardinals like cheap assets. The more cheap assets the Cardinals have, the more comfortable they're going to feel giving Harper the money. If they sign Harper, where does Fowler go? Fowler ends up being a roving fourth outfielder who hopefully is athletic enough to spill in center if, deck, if, uh, 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 if Harrison Bader falls apart or if Marcelo Zuna's shoulder crops back up after not having surgery. Uh, the injury, I mean. Never seen a Bronco go off like this since OJ in 94. Well done. Uh, Tommy Edmond. MVP, yeah, so Tommy Edmond has played two games in the Arizona Fall League, both at second base, um, played solid defense from what I understand, he has, I think he's hitting 500, I think he's 4 for 8 or something like that, he's doing Tommy Edmond stuff, she, hopefully he gets more than uh, just one game a week from here on out. Who's your cute little precious pretty, that's Tyler O'Neill. Uh, what happened to Tyler O'Neill if Bryce Harper signs here? Mo's algorithm brought up, brought up a very important message, uh, and a, a very important thing. When it comes to Tyler O'Neill, right? Again, there's a lot of moving parts, but eventually the Cardinals are going to need an heir apparent and left field for Marcelo Zuna, especially if they sign Bryce Harper, because obviously they're not going to bring Ozuna back. Um, that's where Tyler O'Neill will go. It might take a year to get there, and yeah, maybe he has to go down to Memphis, and or or maybe they trade Fowler, and he's your fourth outfielder. I don't know, but uh, hopefully, what we're talking about. Um, Johnny, my boy John Greco says 10 years, 350 for Harper. Yes, I think that that's exactly what you're looking at. And the one thing I brought up in our little group chat today is don't forget about the opt-out. He's going to get an opt-out after the third year, maybe even the fourth year, maybe one of those two, maybe both. And that changes the, the dynamic of the contract. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, I think as a base, if they're, if you just avoid the opt-outs and yeah, 10, 350 is probably, probably realistic. Um, uh, is Ashley in here? I haven't seen Ashley. Ashley to you. Uh, JH Pascal 17. Yachty for Trout still in the mix. Yeah, from what I understand, they're just waiting for the World Series. I hope whoever pays gets their money's worth. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you see the D-backs as a trade suitor given they end up selling? Um, they might have some interesting pieces, but I don't think like Goldschmidt is. And not unless, not unless Donaldson goes and Machado goes and Harper goes. Uh, he would be like, Four on the list, I would think. Uh, you think Cubs will go hard after Harper? Maybe. Uh, I don't know what to think. Rosie would work great in Atlanta. I know some people probably want Trevor Rosenthal as the closer. We'll see what happens there. That doesn't seem likely to me. Uh, but it's something that I would like to see, at least an opportunity for it to happen. Um, let's see. Larry's, Larry's going to make some noise in spring training from BQ Train. Yeah, so uh, Mr. Montero will more than likely be with the big club to start spring training. And I would think that because of his skill set... A lot of people are going to be like, yeah, that guy's pretty good. Uh, and he's probably going to hit, and it might not be incredible, but he's going to hit. Uh, remember, he's only 20 years old. It might not be the most impressive thing, but it's going to be pretty damn impressive. Uh, what's likelier, Donaldson to Phillies or Cardinals? Uh, to me, it's the Cardinals, because I really do think the Phillies are going to go all in on Machado, and they're going to offer him like $50 million more than anyone else is going to give him, and he's not going to be uh, able to turn around. Now, somebody asked more future value, Montero or Gorman. I love Nolan Gorman. I love Montero. But if I'm I'm hedging my bets, I'm going to go with the guy who's further along in his development, who has proven it, 
more consistently. And that's Hilarious Montero. Now, this time next year, it'll probably be Nolan Gorman. Uh, but right now, I hedge my bets to try to look smart, and I'm going to say Hilarious Montero. It's kind of a 1A, 1B thing, right? You know, if, if Gorman isn't fatigued at the end of the year and he doesn't ever get promoted to Peoria and goes to State College instead and rakes, then it's probably, I'm probably saying Gorman. But, you know, Peoria was a wake-up call for him, and not in the way that I mean like your traditional wake-up call. What I mean by it was a wake-up call for him is it's, it's like, it shows him just how hard that full season club is. It's a completely different beast than anything an 18 year old has ever touched. Uh, he'll be fine though. Gorman can move to first base, win-win. Who wins in a fight between Machado and Aguiar? Aguiar, that dude pound on some people. Um, uh, well, so yeah, Montero could move to first. Gorman could move to first. Gorman's athletic. I could see Gorman, if needed, moving to a corner outfield. Hell, Bellinger plays center for the Dodgers. And I can't help but think if Bellinger can play center for the Dodgers and Nolan Gorman could possibly play center. Um, let's see. Uh, where are we at? Uh, Aguiar sits on my, sits on him fish. Yeah. What about the Cuban kid Nunez? He legit from John Greco. Yeah. Malcolm Nunez, uh, the 17 year old who played in the Dominican Summer League. Now remember guys, I have a standard answer for anyone who has yet to play stateside. And that's that it doesn't matter what his stats are. Uh, let's wait and see how he does. Once he gets stateside, but he was advanced for the Dominican Summer League, probably one of the two or probably one of the top five players in the league, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. One year deal for Tony Sip, I like that a lot. That'd be really interesting. Uh, Fish says Malcolm Nunez is his prospect. That's right. I got third place and bombs away. Hopefully Ryan Fisher doesn't mail me a pipe bomb. Uh, sorry. Uh, open it at your own behest. Open it at your own regard. Good luck. Uh, let's see. Oh, so the other thing I want to do is I want to take a quick drink to the lovely and talented and handsome Cardinals Gifts. Uh, the Cardinals Gifts said that he had kind of a rough day at work today. Uh, I'm not really supposed to share that, but I'm going to say it anyway. So we all cheers to Cardinals Gifts, who is the best person on earth. Who will the Marlins sell this offseason? All they really have is Real Muto, right? Like, what else do they have? They just traded Kyle Baraclaw for, uh, for cash, pretty much. International cash money, so... Uh, slot money, I mean. Uh, yeah, we love you, Gifts. You're the best, man. Uh, oh, baby, Gifts, don't be sad. That's great, Ashley. Uh, let's see. Nunez, Gorman, and Montero all play third base. They do to varying levels. Now, Gorman, because he's the youngest, he still has a little bit more refining to do. You can see it in his footwork that he's quick and agile. Where Montero might make the standard play, and he might also make some pretty legitimate stuff, but sometimes he just seems absent. He's kind of like Yairo Munoz is at second, where he makes a really great play, and then you think, oh, wow, that guy's a really great defender, and then boots it. Well, that's kind of how Montero is a third. And then Nunez is as advanced of a third baseman as you'll find in a, as a 17-year-old in the Dominican Summer League, but the question is, will it translate stateside? And it doesn't necessarily look like it might, but right now he's solid uh, in the Dominican Summer League, so one step at a time. Uh, drink the day away, my man. We love all you do. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. I guess the next, uh, suck a big one, bro. From Cool Dude 81. Uh, bring it on over here. I'll give it a tug. Uh, Perez shortstop still have any value? Yeah, look, he's still 20 years old. Uh, Delvin Perez will have value as long as he's in the system. Uh, is it practical value? Is it something that the Cardinals might be able to translate in the long run? Maybe, maybe not, but we never give up on a 20-year-old until they give us the last reason to give up on him. Uh, baseball's hard. You don't need to look any further than Oscar Mercado to see a guy who maybe went through a position change to figure it all out. 
let's not give up on, on Delvin. Now, his, his value is greatly, greatly diminished. His value is diminished similar to how Carson Kelly's value is diminished. But Carson Kelly still has value because he plays catcher, and he's just as good as Drew Butera is. And Drew Butera has been in the league for nine years. So keep that in mind. Uh, why does Mark Saxon get paid to write about baseball? I'm not going to answer that. Uh, he's terrible. Nick Plummer is trash, though. So, again, Snoop Dogg, look at where we're at. We're talking about two years. That's a two-year difference between Delvin Perez and Nick Plummer. And you're right. Nick Plummer is still trash. And even even Nick, Trump, Nick, Nick Plummer kind of being trash statistically, don't forget that this is a guy who missed the first two years of his minor league career. We're talking about age 21. Imagine if a 21-year-old just drafted in the 2017 or the 2018 draft performed how he did at Peoria. We'd be talking a little different. He'd be in the dirty 35, that's for sure. That's why we don't give up on prospects that young. Uh, because good things happen to bad people. So the thing about Mark Saxon is he used to be such a great writer, a great person on ESPN, and now he just rabble rouses and he's kind of, he's taken like the John Morosi or, uh, who's that clown GM? I can't think of what his name is. Uh, uh, Bowden. He's like Bowden now. Whenever his name's not in the media or in the paper or at the tip of your tongue, he comes up with something and all of a sudden he's back. And giving himself value. Uh, cards have three million in international pool money. Are they connected to anyone yet? So the international pool money. Remember, they can still only spend three hundred thousand dollars on any of the prospects. Uh, the one guy that they got was Malcolm Nunez. Uh, but beyond that, most of the the highly touted guys are spoken for, except for the Victor Victor Mesa and Victor Mesa Jr. And more than likely, those guys are going to command more than three hundred million dollars and uh, or three hundred thousand dollars and. That means that the Cardinals are probably out of the sweepstakes for those two. Uh, Budaska, assistant hitting coach from Todd Thiessen. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm anxious to see how that gets filled. Give that job to Carlos Beltran. Uh, you think Machado's recent antics mean anything to the Cards organization from Good Life Sean? I think all it does is reaffirm why they weren't going to go after him in the first place. Uh, and I don't think that necessarily the reason that they... I, I don't think that was... I think it does, but I don't think it does in the way that it would for us. I know that that's confusing. I'm going to start over. It seems like all of the broadcasters and writers are saying that the Cardinals were never going to go after Machado. So in that way, yeah, it doesn't have any bearing on if they're going to go after him, if that's the case. But it probably is reaffirming that all this shit's happening. Uh, who gets booted from the 40-man from Langston Lil? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, uh, the, the comments from Mo about Gregerson and Cecil really, really changed how I thought the Cardinals might go about this offseason. Uh, if those two guys find their way off of the 40-man, if, I mean, Darian Gonzalez is probably the obvious of all the obvious answers, but after that, they don't really have a whole lot of wigger room. I'm easily passing on Machado, all in on Harper. That's where we are right now. Uh, is Stubby on the big league staff or managing the Blue Jays? I do not believe that Stubby Clapp will be managing the Blue Jays. He might be part of that coaching staff. Uh, but yeah, I personally believe he's going to get passed up for every job. And I think he's going to end up being the first base coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. I know that as much as I love Stubby Clapp and as good as he's been for the Memphis organization or the Memphis team, I don't want him as the hitting coach. I want something different. And I know a lot of people are pushing for an advanced analytical mind, but I don't even care about that. I want Carlos Beltran. Give me Carlos Beltran or give me death. Uh, all Jim Bowden did during the Stan saga was shit talk. Uh, St. Louis, I'm not even going to talk about that. All that he did during the Stanton saga was lie and lie and lie and say that he had information uh, from uh, people in the know, and he was wrong the entire time until the last minute when he said, oh, it's going to be New York. Uh, why Marmol as bench coach? Because ideally, he's always been suited for that. Like, think about it like this, right? 
he's next in line for the manager job, an interim manager job. He's always been on that trajectory, and now he takes over for Schilt. You know, Schilt Pop. You know, Pop Warner took over for Schilt. He takes over for Pop Warner, and that's that's just a really really good role for him. He's he's got that kind of mind, and you know, there's a guy. There's a guy who really, really respects the analytical side of baseball. Uh, would love to have Beltran as hitting coach, me too. From Blake Riker in Steele, I'm sorry I missed your question. Uh, would you rather have Stubby or Schilt managing? Uh, Mike Schilt for me. Uh, we have a Harper version of Craig Mish. Oh, man, we, we need Craig Mish is what we need. Stupid question, what is a bench coach's role? Uh, so, like, back in the day with TLR, he had Joe Patini. Joe Patini, right? And Patini was like... The coordinator. He would often be involved in like the talking to players. Uh, he had a lot of the data uh, that Tony LaRusso would go to. Um, think of it as kind of like the organizer to the the bench coach or to the coach. Hey, hello, Lance Dancer, boy Adam Butler. Steele asked, uh, "Who gets the big league call first, Schrock or Tommy Edmond?" I'm gonna say Tommy Edmond because of his position versatility and the fact that he can switch hit. Uh, man, I love Tommy Edmond, you guys. Uh, let's see. If only we talked to the Marlins about the right player. How about those pad sweatshirts? Oh my god. Alright, boys. Boys and girls and lasses and lads. Uh, let's, let's talk, let's get down to business for one second. I'm sorry I'm gonna ignore the questions. I'm gonna try to at least. Starting almost this very minute, uh, we have Prospects After Dark's hoodies, sweatshirts, uh, low quality t-shirts as compared to the super high quality fabric t-shirts. They'll be a little bit cheaper. Uh, female t-shirts. And long sleeve sweaters going on sale through Teespring. We we not everything is of the highest quality. Uh, like the the shirts that we had were made of that super fine super fabric. Uh, this stuff is just a plain T-shirt, and uh, that was part of a, a choice to keep costs down. We do have the black Prospects After Dark hoodie. It's super fucking sweet. You guys are gonna love it, and uh, that's the high quality, uh, the super super sweet soft thing. But, oh wait, uh, Chris Grace said, I just realized I'm wearing my pad shirt right now. Total coincidence. To you, Chris Grace, for your beautiful pad shirt. Anyways, uh, those are going on sale. Cardinals Gifts will be tweeting out the link. And, uh, man, 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 man. You think LaRusa is down with the opener? No, I don't think Tony LaRusa is down for the opener at all. Although, uh, oh, hey, real Paul DeYoung. Or, uh, 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 all Paul DeYoung, I mean. Hello there. Uh, hey, buddy, you look pretty. Hey, from Eric Thomas, my good friend Eric Thomas, how are you? Oh, no, someone fed Graham after midnight some yellow show. A uh, super comfy shirt, I must add, from Chris Grace. Yeah, so again, these are just your standard T-shirts. It's not that, like, super fabric, that super soft fabric that makes you cry on the inside because of how soft it is. Um, but it's they're, they're really com comfortable. They're really high grade. They're just a little cheaper. Go get your Prospects After Dark shirts, your Prospects After Dark hoodie. We even got that line for them females, yo, if you want to give one to the girl you've been stalking from 350 feet away. Uh, what did Mo say about Cecil and Gregerson in the presser? Uh, I, I missed it. All that he said is that the two of them have a lot of room to improve, and it's not that he implied. Again, this is me reading between the lines, so I could be completely off. But it seemed to me like he implied that there was a very good chance that the two of them might be looking for a a team this offseason, which would mean that the Cardinals would be eating, what, $10 million worth of combined salary for that to happen? Uh, let's see. Hell yeah, I'm pink tonight. Oh, wow. Good for you all, Paul DeYoung. Uh, tag me at Cardinals Gift from Eric Thomas. Uh, all right, so I've got a feeling we're going to do a lot of drinking tonight. Yes, I can get a shirt that's not huge on me from the real Paul DeYoung. 
There we go. See, that's what I'm talking about. Get yourself a shirt. We're, we're, we're trying to take care of everyone. You know, the thing about gifts and I is, uh, well, with me in particular, is I'm like, a, my brother Mike once compared me to a golden retriever, and years ago he compared me to a performance artist. So I'm like, half golden retriever, half performance artist, and we get really excited, and then we see shiny things, and then, oh my god, here we are, it's beautiful. Uh, I cut loose Cecil, but not Gregerson. I see. I feel the opposite way, and I know that's crazy, but I see all the depth on the right side of the bullpen between Brebbia and Leon and Ponce de Leon and Hudson and Hicks and Reyes, and I think to myself, look, if Cecil gets himself in shape, maybe maybe everything goes well. At times last year, we saw Brett Cecil be really, really like damn good for innings at a time, and then he'd pitch mul- like he'd pitch one game after a DL stint, he'd look good. He'd pitch one game after being off seven days and be good. That lends itself to me to a body issue. Uh, but to me, Gregerson is moot at this point because of how much depth you have on the right side when the left side is still a question. I'd like for the Cardinals to add, I'd like for them to go into spring training with Cecil and Shreve and what, pardon me, and Webb and whoever the hell else, maybe Tony Sip on a one-year deal. Uh, and I'd like for them to battle it out for two spots out of the bullpen. Uh, and also, also anyone really. I just think Cecil is too mentally fragile apparently, maybe. Alex Dunn, hey, what's up? How has Sejas performed looked? Well, you know, Alvaro hasn't done much pitching uh, recently, but he ended the year really tough. He had some really good moments during the season, and uh, hopefully he's poised to break out much like Johan Oviedo did in the second half of this year uh, next year. Uh, yeah, and Tommy Lane, but, you know, I don't know the deal with Tommy Lane's contract. My assumption with Tommy Lane is that he's a minor league free agent or a free agent in general and free to sign wherever he wants. Uh, but I, I don't know the details of that contract. But if he is still in the system, or the Cardinals don't bring him back as a minor league free agent, then yes, I would absolutely want that. Uh, eat their contracts and move on. John Greco, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, again, if somebody asked me to choose, like I said, because of position and need, I'd, I'd keep Cecil and move Gregerson. Did you just mention Cecil's body issue? Yeah, yeah, not to a body shame anyone. God, i got to take this hoodie off. Oh my God, we're taking the hoodie off. Oh my God, this is how it gets fucking sexy in here. This is how we show our... Fucking man, hairy ass titties on accident. And, uh, yeah, so there, there you go. Uh, Tony Watson, brah. Yeah, the thing about Tony Watson is he's not a free agent. Everyone thinks Tony Watson's a free agent. He's not. He still has one more year left on his contract, but if the Cardinals trade for him, I'm all in. Uh, Gregerson didn't see much worse last year, uh, than he was with Houston. We didn't see enough of Luke Gregerson really to feel one way or the other, but yeah, he definitely wasn't great when he did. Uh, what's up everyone? Hey, it's Smitty. How are you, my friend? Welcome to the broadcast. Douglas Gires says, Cardinals will not buy a star. You're setting up for disappointment. Look, you're not, you won't find anyone who's more set up for disappointment or prepared to deal with disappointment than me. I was a guy who tweeted at the Cardinals Twitter every day for three months about Luis Robert. I was a guy who t- said over and over again that the Cardinals were being too spendthrifty by not signing him if they decided not to sign him. And when they didn't sign him, I was very, very qu- critical of the organization for letting that easy money go to a player that was worth $24 million even if he didn't pan out uh, in, in the grand scheme of things. But this is a little bit different now, right? This is just a little bit different. The Cardinals don't have a player like this coming up in the system. Uh, they don't. They have money to spend. They have a need. They have a left-handed bat need. They have an outfield need. Any way you cut it, uh, it's just perfect timing. And you're right. Uh, is it, oh, uh, and you're right. Maybe we're setting them up. But I'm ready to get excited about the potential. Um, uh, Langston Lil asked, Gallegos back to AAA to start the year? Very well could. There's a lot of pitching depth on that right side. And again, that's why I feel more comfortable about them cutting Gregerson loose than I am Gallego, or than, uh, than I am Cecil, because Gallegos is there. And I feel more comfortable with Gallegos than I do Gregerson. Hey Kyle, I think Gorman's girlfriend is a minor, isn't a minor anymore. Yeah! To, uh, Nolan Gorman's girlfriend, who is no longer a minor. 
Hey, Colin. Oh, hey, my buddy Colin Garner, who I absolutely love and I haven't talked to enough. Colin, uh, I'm going to get in touch with you this weekend. We're going to talk some stuff over. I, I want to get the podcast going. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Colin Garner is, he is my prospect counterpart for formerly the Redbird Daily, now Cardinal Conclave. I love Colin. Again, he's like a brother from another mother, almost like Cardinal's Gifts is. And uh, you should check out his work if he ever gets time. I know that he's super busy with everything. But, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever you said, Colin, I agree with. Uh, Griffin will be ready before uh, Lon in the pen. I'm sorry, Snoop Dogg, I missed that. Uh, damn, you look like Tyson Fury. I don't even know who Tyson Fury is. Hey, I'll look him up, though. Uh, is he ugly as the Dickens? Because then I, Tyson Fury, because then I can agree. Is his head weird shaped? Actually, I do kind of look like this guy. Holy shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, long, long. I, I don't know who, uh, long. Why can't I think? Uh, what does San Diego mean in Spanish? It's whale's vagina. I know that because I trust Hollywood and Hollywood would never lie to you and neither would Ron Burgundy. And I don't think Ron Burgundy would ever compromise the integrity of his broadcast. Uh, could just be me. Uh, but you know, I trust in a good whale's vagina is really what I'm trying to tell you is that the whale's vagina is round and soft and lovely. Uh, <laughs> let's see, is Mo willing to get 10 years 350? The way that I look at it is he was willing to inherit, what was it, 10 years 325 for Stanton. I think he's willing to take on that and then whatever the inflation number is for this year as compared to last year. So I do think 10 350 is in the realm. But again, I think for Harper and Harper's camp, they're going to look for the buyout. And how much the Cardinals are willing to pay in those first three years before the buyout, I think might be more important than the average annual. You know, say that his average annual is uh, 10 35, that might not be good enough. But if in those first three years, it's three years 40, and then the other seven or whatever the remainder is there, uh, somebody who can do math like a real human being will have to tell me, then I think that there's a better chance that something like that happens. Uh, again, we need to, we need to adapt. Oh, I missed it, Ashley. Um, we need to adapt to Major League Baseball and how Major League Baseball's changed. And I think a three-year front-loaded contract, uh, with deferred money in the back end, with opt-out, I think that that's the most likely thing that's going to get it done. Uh, any chance I can get him at a 40-40 but only five to six years? No. No, I, I don't think that there's any chance that. Like I said, that opt-out is now how these things go. And he's 26 years old. I don't think, and I could be wrong about this, uh, I don't think that that's something that the Cardinals would do. And uh, I, Actually, I take it back. We all know the Cardinals would do it. Uh, they would rather have the shorter terms. But... I don't think it's what Carper's camp would do. Remember, Boris is, he's a Boris client. Final seven years would be at a discounted 32.5 million a year. Is that what it would be? Jesus, never, well, you know what I mean. That's not good at all. Thank you, Colin, for doing basic math for me. I appreciate it. Uh, if I get a pad shirt, I'm wearing it to my Catholic school on our next jeans day. Real Paul DeYoung, or, uh, all Paul DeYoung, you're my absolute hero. You gotta take a picture of it if you do. Uh, 10 years, 2.5 billion. Make it happen. Miss out on Harper, sign AJ Pollock. Or go with what you got. I, at that point in the outfield, you go with what you have. Uh, you allow Tyler O'Neill and Dexter Fowler to fight it out for the right field job and figure it out from there. I, I, AJ Pollock does nothing for me. Mike Moustakis does nothing for me. Josh Donaldson makes me teeter on the edge. Paul Goldschmidt would be nice, but he's going to cost more than the, than I would be willing to give up. Uh, miss, uh, let's see. Uh, any chance a Cardinal sign Jim Tomey as a power bat? You know, I think what you do, this offseason is you sign Tommy as your first baseman, Mo Vaughn as your DH, and then you go into next year with, and you gotta hit Tommy second, 
And then maybe Mo Vaughn is your leadoff hitter. Uh, let's see. Uh, sign Adam. Adam Butler? I'll sign Adam Butler to a marriage contract. A two-man and one-woman MMF marriage contract. Because I'm going to find my way into that marriage one way or the other. One way or the other. GoDaddy says, how do you feel about the whole Ankiel thing? Look, I think it's worth a try. It's not going to be guaranteed money. He's going to have to earn the opportunity to pitch in the major leagues after spring training. But you know what? I, I'm all for it. Let him earn it. We'll see what happens. Uh, honestly, expectations for O'Neill in 2019. You know, Colin, right now, I don't have expectations for Tyler O'Neill at all until we see exactly where Bryce Harper lands. If, if the Cardinals land Bryce Harper, then I have no expectations for Tyler O'Neill because at that point it becomes almost moot until they move Dexter Fowler. My expectations are that if the Cardinals make an upgrade, his, he'll spend all of 2019 buried in Memphis until September and until he can take over the left field job for Marcelo Zina in 2020. MFK, Twilight, Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings? Now, I am... Oh, hey, uh, Pascal, I love you too. Um, MFK, Twilight, Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings? I'd marry Lord of the Rings because it, that books, those books, they just go on and on and on. Uh... Twilight, you bang because of the glimmer reaction. And I'm sorry, Harry Potter, but you're mostly underage. And that makes the decision for me. Uh, what about most comments about Ozuna? I think that he needs to have shoulder surgery. And I think it's a bullshit that he's not doing it. Uh, what's up, Kyle? Somehow I'm always late. It's okay, Sensational. Welcome to our little prospect family thing here. And uh, I love you. I don't know what that was. Jesus, I'm such a fucking moron. Uh, explain to Harper the cost of living is way cheaper in STL than DC, so he's getting more here. I will the next time I see him. Harper, then Donaldson. What we do if those fall through? Uh, what do we do if those fall through? Uh, you go pitching heavy, you sign Dallas Keuchel, uh, and you adjust from there. I, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe if those things fall through, then you look at Mike Moustakis and add a pitcher, like I said, Keuchel. From there, you just never know. Do Cardinals say, do Cardinals trade some more of their outfield prospects this offseason? I do think it's very dependent, uh, from me's age, hello. I do think it's very dependent on a, uh, on what happens in the outfield. I think if they add someone, then yeah, they're more likely to trade someone, but I don't think you're gonna trade any of these guys until they absolutely have to. Uh, should we have interest in Andrew Miller? I would never sign Moose. Again, look, what if you could sign Moose to the contract that he was signed to last year? I'd give him two more years at $23 million uh, total. I'd give him two years at 30 if Donaldson's fallen through and Machado's fallen through and Harper's fallen through. I'd rather have like a small little two-year or three-year contract with Moose than I would A.J. Pollock, and that would help solve a left-handed issue in the lineup. Look, I'm not saying for the long term – uh, and I'm not even putting him at the top of my priority. But if all of those options fall through, and you guys have to understand, I'm not a big Mike Moustakis guy. Uh, but if all of those options fall through, then maybe the smart thing to do is go sign Dallas Keuchel and go sign Moose and hope that your team's better next year. What kind of contract? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, like I said, I'm hope, I'm hope, I don't know. A 2019 rotation. Martinez, Michaelis, Flaherty, Walker, Wayno, more than likely. Uh, would you, st uh, son of a bitch. Hell, let's promote Gorman already. Somebody actually said that to me today. Uh, Mason Shepard on Twitter said, Gorman should have the opportunity to earn a starting job next year. And I think he was just fucking with me. Let Moose pass up that offer in November and sign him in two years, 20 in March. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, acknowledge Schilt. Uh, what's going on, Holy Schilt? How are you, my friend? Uh, we don't accept negativity like that. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Goat Yachty asked, what kind of contract do you think Michaelis gets from the Cardinals next? Do they make an offer? Of course they'll make an offer. I'd be willing to bet that the Cardinals try to offer him an extension this offseason. But remember, last year, the reason that Miles Michaelis only signed 
a two-year deal with the Cardinals as he was betting on himself, and he wanted the short-term uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin the house, any 40-man issues you see coming up, we'll get to that uh, 40-man. Let me write that down. 40-man. Um, uh, but remember, he was betting on himself. That's why he only wanted two years. He wanted two years of assurance and then being able to bet on himself that last free agent year. I don't think the Cardinals are going to have any ex- any luck signing him to an extension unless it's a hefty extension that would probably shock everyone. What value would Pools have in St. Louis next year? Uh, none. None. Look, Matt Carpenter's a first baseman. Moving him to third in any capacity doesn't do you any good. And he's better than Albert Pujols is. So bringing on Albert Pujols in any form does not make your team any better. And maybe he sells a couple extra shirts. Maybe he shirzies. Maybe he sells a couple extra jerseys. But he doesn't make the Cardinals any better. Sure, he might make them some money quick, but he doesn't make them any better. Look, let Albert Pujols' career end in L.A. Let's enjoy the weekend in St. Louis this coming season and then when he retires, buy that 10-year, $10 million contract for performances at LA, you know, personal perform or personal appearances or whatever that the Angels gave him, and let him do that shit here. Uh, I love that Mo talked about each position in the presser and skipped over third base, laugh my ass off. Yeah, and even was weary about uh, a right field. And I like that he was specific about saying De Young is at short. These maniacs who think that a defensive-only shortstop is going to make the Cardinals better in any way are the most incorrect group of fans with a vocal uh, base. Uh, well, well. oh, hey, Kendra, how are you? Well, looks like I have to get back to actually doing my job now. Bye. Kendra, I saw you have your alarm set for 2 o'clock. I hope you enjoy Daredevil, and I hope you have a nice, safe night, okay? Uh, Joey Montez, uh, would trade for Colton Wong as Yankees fan to take Didi's place for a while? I think that, so, uh, to the, the Yankees fan there, the Cardinals really, really value Colton Wong, maybe even more so than the rest of baseball realizes. And I, if, I would, if I'm the Yankees, like that, I would go in that direction. That'd be super interesting for them. Uh, Colton Wong, but the thing about Colton is he's only, well, anyways, yes, Colton Wong is really good. He came into his own last year. I, so one of the things that got glossed over in that presser with John Mazalak was that, uh, Colton, Remember, it looked like Colton was going to undergo some type of surgery for that knee-slash-hammy issue that he had that kind of crippled him towards the end of the year. And then that was kind of glossed over in the press conference, too. Look, if if he has to go through the shit that he went through this year, at the end of the year, where he can't get through the season because of this, this knee-hammy issue, because he didn't have surgery, and we're having the same conversation about him next year that we're having about Marcelo Zuna this year, we can't keep doing this. You know, it... We, like I have any sway, like I'm any part of this team. Uh, they can't keep doing this. It's not good for the team. Colton's contract is too good for us to trade, I think, from K. Kiefer Dean Roach. What's up, Kiefer? How are you, my friend? Uh, I think that the Cardinals view his contract as too good to move on, for sure. Uh, get ready for mediocre 2019 Cardinals again. Uh, look, if 88 wins is mediocre, I'll take it. Eh. Uh, I thought it was just a simple knee cleanup from Eric B. Yeah, but he didn't undergo it, right? They, they said no Cardinals player has undergone any season, or off-season surgery, and uh, they don't plan on it. So if he, it was a simple knee cleanup, he's not going to do that. And even a simple knee cleanup is something that I want to see him undergo. Uh, you're as much a part of the team as anyone who follows. Oh, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Our, uh, Christian, right? Christian, I'm sorry about that. Uh, from Eggert Cards, hearing some buzz about us being interested in signing Kimbrel, is that realistic? You know, for me personally, I don't think it's realistic. I really do believe that their first order of business is going after Bryce Harper, and after that point, anything could happen. You know, we were just talking a second ago. 
you know, if, if they pass on Harper, they could get crazy. They could get creative. They could sign Kimbrell and Keichel and Moose and maybe make the team better all around. But I do think Harper is their primary objective, and from there anything could happen. Uh, Bleacher Report isn't exactly buzz. Don't fall for Yeah, Bleacher Report is like uh, uh, Jim Bowden. It's just uh, just uh, noise. Oh, Deaver's Dinger, 4 socks. Damn it, I was really rooting for the Astros. Uh, does Donaldson, the A's injury pass, dampen your view on him? Yeah. Yeah, it does. But you know what? Again, if it comes down to giving uh, Mike Moose, again, Sam, say they don't get Machado, say they don't get Harper, say everything falls apart, and it comes down to giving Josh Donaldson three years at 20 a year, or giving Mike Moustakis two years at 30, 30 total, uh, I'm going to go Donaldson. I'm going to go Donaldson. I'm going to hedge my bets that by next year he's healthy. And uh, you get Troy Gloss-like production out of him the year, the year, the first year of the two years he was in St. Louis. Uh, oh, in case y'all ever cared, my real name is Maddie. For the reference, hello, Maddie. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm always call you uh, uh, all Paul DeYoung. Uh, but welcome to our little thing, uh, Maddie. To you, our boy uh, Eric, the birthday boy, says, "How did Donaldson look for the Indians?" He was really good. He had like a 134 WRC plus or something like that. Uh, he did exactly what the Cardinals would have needed from third base down the stretch, uh, but he did it for the Indians. Uh, let's see. Why haven't the Cardinals kicked the tires on Joe Randa? When was the last time Joe Randa played? Was it what? Everybody take a guess. When was the last time Joe Randa played? Uh, 2006. Where are we at? 2006! Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, Devers, Cleavers for sale. Uh, what's worse, cards not making playoffs, or if cards lose to Red Sox again in World Series? Cards not making playoffs. If the Cardinals don't make the playoffs next year, it's going to be riotous around these parts. And then I really do think John Mazalek's job is on the line. Uh, Donaldson, 270-25-90, I would like that. Uh, Joe Randa should play Joker in the next Batman. <laughs> Great work, Adam. Uh, did the Astros steal the cards' double magic? No, they're getting their ass kicked right now by the Red Sox, so No. Uh, I live in San Antonio. We need a second team. I, I'm taking it. We're talking about the San Diego slash LA slash St. Louis slash San Antonio, uh, uh, Raiders, uh, or, uh, Chargers, I mean. I, I look, I, I'll, I'll address that really quickly from a St. Louis fan. Oh, oh, hey, Maggie. Hey, what's up? Uh, what's the likelihood Mo will spend on the pen given the Cecil contract disaster? You know, Maggie, we were talking about that earlier, and I think that there's a chance that both Cecil and Gregerson are cut loose. I do think he'll spend uh, he'll spend on the bullpen. Will it be a lefty? I don't know. I think a lot of people have looked at like Tony Sipp as like a one or two year contract that could be very interesting. I don't think they go in that direction. I really do believe that uh, they'll, they'll look to add somebody on a minor league contract who might have potential. Uh, I don't think it'll be Sipp. I don't think it'll be Britton. I don't think it'll be Andrew Miller. Uh, and also along with Rick Enkiel, who I think that they're hoping and praying ends up having a miraculous year like he had when he came back as a hitter uh but oh hey tara how are you wow we got a what a great little cast of people we have in in our fancy little room uh, again so i'm gonna uh uh sub friends for those of you who don't know we just put it out on twitter a little while ago we have prospects after dark t-shirts uh uh for the ladies and for the men we have the hoodies we have the long sleeves uh, go get your shit if you, if you, if you're interested, if you want it. Uh, it, please do. But hey, thanks for being here. And that's really what I care about more than anything. Don't you think DeWitt is more at fault than Mo? So that is one thing that I do personally believe. And not to say that, no, let me, I think, to, okay, let me put it this way. In my mind, Mr. DeWitt and Mr. John Mazalak are one entity. 
And I think that they act as one. You know, you hear the comments for John Mazzillac in the presser earlier in the week, uh, yesterday, I believe, and he's very much on the page with what uh, uh, Tyler Bush. Hello, Tyler Bush. How are you? Uh, they, they are. They're like one person. He's on. He knows his job. And yes, his job is dictated by Mr. DeWitt. But I think that's his true nature, too. So I think that they're equally to blame, if you want to call it blame. But to me, it's not blame. To me, it's just the strategy. Uh, Jake Diekman uh, from, from uh, our buddy Graham. Machado is a better fit than Harper. Jerko is trash. I'm not going to call Jerko trash. He's not trash. He's just not a starting third baseman. Uh, and if, if you're looking from a position, position in the field standpoint, yes, he's definitely a better fit. Uh, let's see, who will replace Gary LaRock? I don't know, I'm sure the Cardinals have some internal option, uh, present. Uh, who's friends with Randy Flores? That seems to be how things work out, uh, in the Cardinals organization in some points. The Cardinals really trust their scouts, and I'm sure Gary LaRock has somebody that they've, that they've, that he's tapped to maybe be his replacement. Uh, from DeepLeasy91, when did Dex comment on his mental issue, uh, diagnosis situation. I don't know about that one. You'll have to, first off, I would ask that you re, you put that one back up. I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, and maybe I can give a more clear answer. But it seemed like it was about his own mental state, and I don't know about that. But again, put it back up, and let's try to get to the bottom of it. Uh, forgive me if you've discussed, but what about that home run fan interference call in Houston last night from Johnny Rabs 4? It's a bullshit call, right? I guess, so here's the thing. It's a bullshit call. The fans, are, the fans should be able to reach out for that damn ball. And you know what? Betts wasn't near it. And I love Mookie Betts. I'm not hating on Mookie Betts. But I just, I don't understand how that that's fan interference. And I thought Adam Wainwright's points on Twitter where he said, he backed up what I just said, or I'm backing up what he said because he said it first. Um, hold on, I need water. Ah. Um. Anyways, it's a bullshit call. And in my mind, Major League Baseball did the wrong thing, but also the Astros should know better from years and years of experiencing this kind of shit, not just the Astros, but Major League Baseball, to maybe just put a little a little buffer in there, like a little flower bed. Uh, it only needs to be about a foot long, and this entire story changes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nob Bitingale. We like that. How about the whole Chris Correa Twitter deal? Man, I really... Uh, by the way, the lovely and talented Jeff Jones try to get to the bottom of that. The, the California penal system or whatever wouldn't really comment other than to say he's still incarcerated. Uh, unless the fam is leaning over the wall and play. Hi, my sweet. Hey, B love. How are you, boo? Uh, umpire woe just. I like that. Uh, Mookie closed his glove, right? The ball was by Mookie. He closed his glove. Yeah, that's a bad call. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Forgive me if you just, oh, when did Dex comment on his mental issue? Saw something on Twitter. What was diagnosed situation? Dexter never commented on his mental situation, at least not that I know of. The only thing that Dexter Fowler commented on is that he felt that he was not assured by the manager uh, of of assurances that a starter would get, and he also felt like the manager didn't have his back. And he didn't say that exactly, but that's exactly what he was. We were meant to like read into as far as from a mental issue or a mental diagnosis. If something's happened. It's not something that I am aware of, uh, but it is definitely something I will look into because I, I would like to find out. Uh, I hope that's not the case with him for his own sake, not for my own personal fan's sake. Uh, and if it is the case, I hope he's seeking the help that he needs because, honestly, we're all fucked up and we could all use a little help. Uh, Machado wants short. They have a shortstop. Let him be in Philadelphia's problem. Dex only played when he played okay with Chicago from Kyle Short. 
you know, he was good in Baltimore. The people of Baltimore loved him. He was pretty good in Chicago. But he was he had seasons where he was decent and he was really good in Colorado. But the three things that those places have in common is that they're hitter parks and that kind of sways. And don't forget, Dexter Fowler was pretty solid offensively when he was healthy in 2017. Uh, don't you think Harper uh, from Josh Tomlin 29? Uh, don't you think the Harper sweepstakes will last until spring training? Typical Boris BS. I think that if it's not anywhere near where he wants it to be, yeah, it'll it'll last as long as it takes for Boris to get as close to what he wants as possible. And you just never know. Maybe maybe no one offers Harper $325 million, and all of a sudden Harper's taking a one-year deal with the to go back to the National. Anything could happen, and I don't put anything past Boris. And Harper just wants to play baseball. He wants to make money. But Harper just wants to play baseball. So if Boris comes to him in February and says, hey, look, the National are offering us the most money annually, but for one, year's, uh, for one year, let's see what happens. Anything could happen, I think. Uh, let's see, MFK, Bob Nightingale, Jim Bowden, or Joe West. Look, Joe West is a lot of love. I'd fuck the shit out of that Joe West. Uh, I would marry, God, I, you know what, I'd kill Bob Nightingale and I'd marry Jim, or I'd kill Bob, I would, I would kill Bowden and Nightingale in one slow, fell swoop. Uh, longer it takes for Harper, better chance Cardinals, better chance the Cardinals have. I, look, I, here's the thing about the Cardinals, is I believe that they're going to be very upfront, just like they always are in these free agent contracts, with what they're willing to spend. And yeah, they might extend out a little bit. So maybe that does lend itself to your point, whoever said it, uh, that as long if it goes on longer, the Cardinals are in better shape. Uh, uh, did the Nats qualifying offer Harper? They haven't, but they will. We're not at that, that part of the season yet. Uh, Dex was supposed to be signed by Baltimore. He never showed up. Even Adam Jones said he's on his way. Yeah, that was a whole shit. Uh, hey, from Benjamin Orr, how are you? Is Ronnie Belliard the greatest Cardinal of all time? Because the answer is yes. So, to me, it's 1A and 1B. You have Ronnie Belliard and Hector Luna, the two best players in the history of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, 3B is first problem, left-handed bat second, left-handed bat off bench. Uh, I don't know, man. So, again, third base is the biggest problem. And I, that's, I want that addressed. But if you can get Bryce Harper, then you just deal with everything else as you go. Better chance of clapping the hitting coach next year or coach of another team? Uh, hitting coach. From Greek Rocket, who cares about St. Louis? They always choke. Very good point. Uh, I know that I don't. Uh, Theo will match. Maybe Theo will match. I think it's Mark hitting for the cycle Grizzlonic. Yeah, Mark DeRosa for the game and a half he played or whatever. Uh, show me on this Fred Bird built a bear where the Cardinals hurt you. <laughs> uh, are you on the Donaldson wagon? Again, if, if everything falls, if everything falls apart with Harper or Machado, then yes, I want Donaldson. And if everything falls apart with Donaldson, then I want the Cardinals to pivot heavy on Keiko, Kimbrell, and Moustakis. Uh, Pete Cosma all the way, y'all are insane. Uh, insane in the membrane. This is the one time that I hope St. Louis gets the clap. I hope every day that St. Louis gets the clap, and I hope that I give it to them. Uh, 40 man decisions you see. Look, I, I think that, uh, you know what I think is I think they cut Luke Gregerson loose. I think that they, they optioned Durian Gonzalez off. And I think that they try to trade Greg Garcia, but I don't think they're going to release him. Uh, would Harper and Eduardo Escobar make sense? I believe Harper and Eduardo Escobar would make a lot of sense. But I also think Eduardo Escobar is going to cost more than the Cardinals would feel comfortable giving to any player that doesn't fill the bullpen need uh, if they have to give $350 million to uh, um, Harper. I have to do work. Thank you for the hour distraction from doing stuff, though. Love you, uh, Patters. Uh, we love you, too. Keeper Dean Roach, you're the best, my friend. Mm.
So I would say I would have included So Taguchi, So Taguchi in the 1A, 1B, 1C conversation, but So Taguchi is so much better than every Cardinal player in the history of Cardinals that he doesn't even like it's So Taguchi and then everyone else. Kyle, give a, give us an MFK. Uh, MFK, Cardinals gifts, cards, cards, and no one else. Uh, do you think St. Louis is a place Harper will even consider, or are we just getting our hopes up? Well, first off, Josh Tomlin, yes, we are absolutely getting our hopes up. But yeah, I do think Bryce Harper would consider it. And look, I'm not going to look back. I know everybody keeps looking back at him and like his Twitter or Instagram where he said St. Louis is a beautiful place, uh, all that stuff. I know somebody, like Hockman wrote a great article today uh, for the uh, for the Post-Dispatch about uh, him signing his own jersey and sending it to Stan Musial. That's all great stuff. Money talks in this situation more than anything. And uh, I do think that those are the kind of things that would lead him here. Look, Harper's more simple than a lot of players. You know, uh, he doesn't need a nightlife. He doesn't drink, allegedly. Uh, I do think he would come to St. Louis. Scott Spezio, greatest of all time Cardinal. Yeah, and he was all about rails and coke, too. you got to appreciate that. Uh, we're Cardinals fans. We get our hopes up every offseason. Laugh out loud at the Spezio soul patch. Yeah, uh, that's that's Keeper Dean Roach. He's the best. Hockman wrote a great article, What Bizarre Words the World We Are Living In. Yeah, Blind Squirrel Nut. I have yet to write one, so I'll keep my mouth shut. Uh, Mookie just robbed Bregman. Uh, did he actually rob him, or was it a fan interference? Would Harper be as big as Pools and STL? Only if he performed. Good Lord, Betts just made a catch almost identical to yesterday's play. That's funny. Rip Bregman. Uh, everybody's going to start coming after me for my Bregman love here in a little bit. Um... Let's see. Uh, allegedly, yes, he's Mormon. He doesn't drink. Uh, from Jesus Lover to Eleven. How about that for for timing? Look, I uh, I have some friends who are Mormons who aren't full blown Mormons who drink. So uh, that's why I said allegedly. Uh, he robbed him of a double, so that means it was going to fall short, or maybe that's just one man's opinion. Uh, you think St. Louis is in a place Harper will even consider? All right, so here we are. We're at the little bottom of our little thing here. Uh, what a username from Ashley Crow. I know, great. I here. I want to ask: Is God real? God lover two eleven. Uh, the answer is no. He's not. There is no God. There's only the void. Embrace it. Uh, get contacts or glasses, bro. Hey, welcome. Welcome to our little thing. No, look, I squint. I get my shitty ass avocado face with my little asshole eyes as close to the camera as I can, and I squint, and I say, sup, boo? What am I drinking? Hey, Adam Butler, there you are. What are you drinking, boo? Uh, I'm drinking Maker's Mark tonight. It was like $21 at Schnucks, and anytime Maker's Mark is that cheap, I'm drinking it. Uh, let's see. Mmm. Dad and Butler, what are all you morons drinking? Uh, Social Matt says bullet. Are you drinking the bullet rye or the bullet standard? Either way, you're a winner. Jesus turned water into wine. Drinking is okay in moderation. Uh, drinking is also okay in excess. Just don't drive. I'm drinking a PBR because I already drank all my good beer. Good for you. Uh, Alex Bregman or Matt Dominguez? Bregman. Uh, let's see. The standard stuff from Matt, uh, Social Matt. Uh, good stuff, man. Big Makers Mark guy from B-Love. I love Makers. I like a lot of other bourbons better, but when Makers is that cheap, you gotta get it. Brigman is a great example of why defensive metrics are bad. Hey, Larceny, good for you. Uh, Death March 69 says alcohol is disgusting. Well, what are you drinking then? Uh, Doers is good stuff. Blue Moon because I'm sick. That's right. The only, the only cure for your common cold is, uh, 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 Blue Moon. Somebody said Oktoberfest. Look, you guys are a classy bunch. I like this. 
Uh, uh, all Paul DeYoung, uh, Maddie says, Sprite because I'm underage. That's fine. Look, uh, we have people in here who don't drink, and uh, uh, for a while their most algorithm was, was drinking Shirley Temples, Sprite. Look, just get a good beverage that you love and enjoy this. Get Maybe maybe get some chips and dip. Don't get that salsa stuff that Matt Carpenter was selling at Schnooks. It'll give you the runs. Uh, stay away from Arby's because not only does it take your soul, but it also takes every last bit of poop that you have inside of you within six hours. Uh, Natty Light in Cincinnati. Hey, to both Natty Light and Cincinnati. Does bleach count? From Patrick B. Uh, let's see. When when <laughs> when both Machado and Harper sign some other place, we'll have Prospects After Dark, the bleach episode. We'll call it the Suicide Pact episode, and we'll all get super drunk. Uh, Minty for Todd. Good for you. Who's the starting right fielder if the Cardinals don't get Harper? Uh, on opening day, I, I bet that it's Dexter Fowler. Ooh, Cherry Admiral Rum and Coke is nice. Down Easter Cider. Good for you, Maggie. Well done. Mmm. Matty Machado is the dirtiest player alive. Uh, I get points in our little group chat for that. Uh, laugh my fucking ass off. Does Carpenter salsa affect everyone that bad? Fuck yeah, it does. Potbelly is the best sandwich shop in St. Louis. Potbelly is a great sandwich shop. Good for you. Damn. My boy John Greco bringing it strong. Uh, get him and, uh, get him and watch some pad. Oh man. Uh, so again, one more thing. I'm going to keep throwing it out there. I'm sorry about this for, for beating a dead horse. But again, we have the Prospects After Dark t-shirts, hoodies, all that shit ready to go. Uh, we should start making people eat Arby's for colonoscopies. That's what I've been saying. I just said that. Look, you get that Greek gyro, which is not meat in any capacity. It's not even like tofu or meat substitute. It's literally made of the ashes of gods or the ashes of demons. And when you eat that Greek gyro... It goes through you like Dr. Rush's Thunderbolts. And the only way to properly clean out your colon, as a matter of fact, not only did it clean out my colon, but I had pallops on my colon, and it took those pallops right out. I had cancer of my urethra, and it made me pee so much, uh, along with the poop, it was like a liquid fest in my bathroom, the likes of which only Noah has ever seen. I bet a lot of money Jose Martinez is shipped out. Uh... The thing about Jose Martinez, right, if the Cardinals are going to take on contracts, Jose Martinez is a valuable, valuable, cheap option that plays a couple different positions that is a really great bat that has more value to the Cardinals than he has to any other team in, in the league. But, yeah, I can definitely see him moving. Uh, let's see. Haha, I love the cancer jokes. Yeah, so my, my dad has cancer. I'm allowed to make cancer jokes. Uh, so did Jimmy John's, but they're good, too. I love Jimmy John's. We have hot sandwich talk going on right now. Bring your hot sandwich takes. Uh, uh, let's see. The comedy freestyling of Kyle and his colon. Look, I don't go anywhere without my colon, Todd. He's like my, uh, my puppet, right? I'm a puppeteer and my colon is my puppet. Except for I don't have strings, I just have the tip of my fingers. Uh, the wreck from Potbelly, oh, doctor. <laughs> I'm writing it down, that is a great sandwich. Uh, Patrick, he destroyed Ruben Tejada's leg and his own reputation. I have black friends, I can say, that's right, that's right. Uh, Tyler Mustache, hey, what's up? Welcome to the colon talk tonight. If they somehow sign Harper, I can see them trying to entice an AL team, taking on some of Fowler. But remember, uh, <laughs> is Jack, is Jack Flaherty underrated or overrated? He's underrated, uh, and by this time next year, all of Major League Baseball will be bowing down to Mr., uh, Mr. Jack Flaherty. Um, oh wait, is Ashley Crow triggered? Uh, Miss the Salsa, will you please tell me what's going on? Would Cardinals consider Yasiel Puig? I don't think the Cardinals would consider Yasiel Puig. As a matter of fact, I think Puig and... Oh, I'm one, one in black, so I can say that. That's right. Uh, Quiznos is gone. I have no idea. Um, 
I don't think the Cardinals would take on Puig. I think that that was kind of the apprehension. Like, Puig, I would hope that they would, but I don't think they would. Ashley said she's always triggered. That's why we, we like you a lot. Damn, I'm so late from Austin Stone. Austin Stone, what's your favorite sandwich shop and what are you drinking? Good. Fuck that Osuna. You know, look, again, sometimes I go off on tangents here. I'm sorry about this. I'll probably be missing any comments or questions. Uh... Maggie's probably right. The fan base would probably revolt on Puig, and that breaks my heart because I love Yasiel Puig. Uh, how many bourbons are you on? This is only my first bourbon. Here, I'll add some, though. Um, so here's the thing about Osuna. Fuck that guy. Uh, I, got to, I don't know if you've ever watched that video. If you're, if you're strong-hearted, if you're a person who cares about the well-being of other human beings, I would not recommend watching it if you haven't seen it. It's fucking brutal what that guy did to his girlfriend or his wife or his fiance or whatever it is. Uh, that dude should be in jail. He should be in jail for the rest of his fucking life. Uh, but instead, he's pitching for the Astros. So uh, go Red Sox, I guess. Look, if Alex Bregman isn't going to win, then you got to root for the Red Sox. And uh, fuck domestic violence, man. Because fuck, fuck, fuck domestic violence. Los Poros Hermanos. Uh, also a show about violence, but not domestic violence. Violence is fine. We just don't want it to be domestic-oriented. Um, oh, hey, uh, 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 sweaty Teddy. Uh, welcome to our little pro our little broadcast here. Uh, meanwhile, Luna loves Osuna. Do the Cubs move on from Russell? I would like to hope that they're forced to not be able to move on from him. I would like to hope that the rest of Major League Baseball realizes what's going on with Osuna and the backlash that the Astros got and what everyone's saying now is he's getting blown the fuck up. And I hope that they realize that, you know what, that's the Cubs' problem to deal with. Uh, let's see. How does Russell only get 40 games? Again, you know, you heard what I just said. Osuna should be in prison. Uh, again, I don't know. Uh, the one thing I will say about Addison Russell, and I apologize for not having all of the information. I'm embarrassed by this. Is there... I don't know if there's video evidence, and I don't know if a police investigation was concluded. And I can understand why, in that circumstance, why there's only 40 games. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's something I agree with. But I can see why Major League Baseball would do it. Uh, is domestic violence okay for two gay men? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, I don't know. It's up to them, I guess. Uh, some people are into that shit. Uh, no, absolutely not, John. Absolutely not. Uh, look... Violence isn't okay. Violence isn't the answer, baby. Yeah, we like a little hair pulling. I don't have hair, but I don't mind pulling a little hair. Uh, and also maybe some, some ass slapping, but it's only in the right circumstance uh, when they're consenting. Let's see, Charleston is my culture from Bipolali. I don't know what's going on there. What up, squad? Sorry, I'm late from Red October Rants. Hello, Red October Rants. Welcome to the festivities. Okay, my bed check is done, and I am back. Hey, uh, Kendra Nicole, how are you? Uh, welcome back. We're talking about what cleanses our colon, and we're talking about what we're drinking, which is probably water for you because you're working. And uh, we're, pardon me, we're talking about how fucked up domestic violence is. A and also, we're talking about spanking some of that ass when we're getting after it. Kyle, you're sweaty. I know, bro. It's like 40 degrees in my apartment. I have windows open, uh, fans on. I, I, my body radiates heat like I'm a goddamn radiator. Uh, pitching changes don't need commercials or a lot of warm-up pitches. That's actually something I want to talk about, Death March 69. Uh, here's what I feel. is I think most commercial breaks should be like what we see during like pitcher visits, where it's the picture-in-picture, picture, where the advertisement takes over, it says what it has to say, we still see the goddamn picture, 
And, uh, there's just the advertisement on the side. I think baseball needs to operate that way. I think that would help with pace of play, and I don't understand why they don't do that more often. Sure, maybe between innings, between the first and second. But between, like, the middle part of the innings, I, I want to see them change that. Uh, flex, Kyle. No, boy. Uh, I'm on the East Coast time. Gotta go. Have a good night. Hey, Maggie, thank you so much for being here. Uh, look, I can't, I want to say it's a damn pleasure to talk to you on a regular basis, and uh, thank you so much for being here. Do you think Carlos Correa stays at shortstop long-term? It depends on what you mean by long-term. I think he stays at shortstop uh, for the next couple of years, but 10 years from now, probably not. Had a colonoscopy and, and uh, endoscopy same day. Woke up with shitty taste in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know who said that, but I love you. Uh, we love you, Maggie. Let's not get creepy, okay? One step at a time. Jesus. Holy cow. Uh, but we do love you, marry me for the rest of my life, and then divorce me, and then treat me to a little domestic violence, but in a proper way. Charge is coming to STL confirmed. Yeah, that's right. We got it here. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm such a dumbass. All right, again, I'm going to raise my, gra my glass. So we have a uh, – yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, okay, uh, don't do anything exciting for like one minute. I got to get another beer. Everybody just stand here for one minute. I'll sing. I will follow you. Follow you wherever you may go. There isn't a motion to be. We're waiting on Ashley to get, get, get a beer. A beer from the fridge. Was that a minute? Did we get to a minute yet? Uh, raise my grass. I wave my glass. Uh, good lord, I have missed these. Laugh my ass off. What's your day job? Uh, I don't have a day job. I'm, I live off the land. I, uh, no. I'm a foreman of a concrete crew. I am the manliest of men. <laughs> oh my god. Enterprise buying the Chargers and moving them to STL. Um, if look, if the Taylor family buys the Chargers and moves them to STL, then you drop the Lewis from Saint and it's Saint Taylor and you don't look back. This commercial brought to you by Arby's. This commercial break brought to you by Arby's, where your soul is meaningless, life is nothing, and the void swallows, much like you do in our new Greek gyro. Uh, laugh my ass off, I live off the land. Kyle singing is amazing. Kyle works the street corner. I'm the manliest of man on the street corner at North Broadway in 55. Uh, Kyle is wild from Graham, which sounds like a, uh, 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 uh what the, 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 uh, the coach, a uh, Gruden, a John Gruden quote. Uh, first manager to land a job, Girardi, so sure. Showalter, Girardi. Uh, do you like Jack's bowls? Uh, I love Jack's bowls. I love when they put Jack's bowls in my mouth. I love how round they are and how perfectly they fit in there. Uh, we've got the meats. Uh, why build a soccer stadium when you can build a multi-purpose billion dollar stadium? Uh, because this is terrible. What is your obsession with Arby's? I don't get it. Look, my obsession with Arby's is nihilist Arby's. Uh, and it's just a fun thing to joke around about. Look, I, and honestly, I'm not kidding. So, I'm not kidding. Last week, I had the goddamn Greek gyro from uh, 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 from Arby's, and it fucking... I was on the... T I'm not kidding. That That's my toilet right there. You'll notice the bathroom sign right there. Uh, that's my toilet over there. And uh, it cleaned me the fuck out. Like, I pooped for hours straight. I was afraid to get off the toilet. And, uh, like I said... It cleaned me of palips. Do a John Gruden impersonation, please. Include facial expressions. I'm not. I'm not going to be any good to you, fellas. Uh, who do you want to see work with Danny Mac next year on TV? As long as Albert Bosky isn't on there, I'm happy. But other than that, like I like everything that Danny Mac does, and I think he does. Uh, I think he does a great job. Remember when Pat was an hour from Patrick B? No, I don't. Kyle, baby, it's pronounced zero. I'm an idiot. Uh, but look. I'm not to be held accountable. At Arby's, they call it a gyro. They call it a euro.
They call it a gyro. Arby's is gross and you're just proving my point. Okay, I'm back switching to a hemp IPA. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, you get stoned, drunk, and you get a nice little necklace uh, all in one time. Brad Thompson and Edmonds, I would like for both of them. But I can't help but think Jim Edmonds is going to take a larger role with the team. Uh, gyro Munoz, that's right, Gyro. Gyro, Gyro. Has Danny Mac resigned yet? No, Danny Mac hasn't resigned yet. He's the best. Hero. Uh, what are you eating? I'm eating... Nothing. Uh, Wainwright will be great as a color commentator. I hope that I'll, I hope he's around forever. Uh, it's Yero or Gyro, depending on where you're from. I'm from the Midwest, so you say whatever you want, and then you blame minorities on your mispronunciation of it. Uh, if you're Greek, and that's right. Hold on. Uh, love that Arby's almost as good as Taco Bell, which has become a raging debate in my Twitter mentions. Uh, I never thought it was going to happen. Never ever. Uh, Edmonds hitting coach, no, re-sign Kyle. Look, I'm a free agent, and sure, I'm a little doughy, and I only throw, where I once threw 92 miles an hour, that is a fact, I was collected 92 miles an hour back in the day, uh, I throw like 62 now, but I'll tell you what, I can let up a home run probably better than anyone. Uh, biggest need for 2019, Bryce Harper. Don't get me started on the Blues. Let's not talk about the Blues. Can we please not talk about the Blues? Uh, Kyle would be great as a Cardinals off-color commentator. I like that. I will say, and again, not that you guys know me. I get down on myself a lot. But I think if you put me in the booth with Danny Mack, uh, I'd be every bit as good as Brad Thompson. I I wouldn't be any worse than Horton or Roboski. Uh, wait, is there a video of Osuna? I had heard about the Vasquez video, but not Osuna. I saw Osuna video. Has Danny Mac resigned yet? LOL. Uh, 62 miles per hour. Need to get that up to 7 MPH or 70 MPH or so. You know, here's a funny thing, Colin. I tried throwing the other day. Uh, uh, not the other day, like two months ago with the Little Leaguers. And my arm gets, you know, I get, I get to hear... And my arm actually grabs. There's something in there. And I've had uh, rotator cuff surgery. I had arthroscopic. And my arm gets to here and something grabs me. And I can't go any further. To, like, I can't complete my rotation. So it just grabs me. And, like, I throw the ball in all kinds of crazy places. It's heartbreaking, really. I used to love, I used to love pitching and throwing and all that stuff. <sighs> uh, Kyle should be the fourth inning commentator where he talks about prospects and unique alcoholic drinks. So again, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your lives, but if you don't fucking flood Fox Sports Midwest Twitter account with, hey, get Kyle Prospects After Dark at 10.30 or 11.30 every Friday night, then you're fucking cowards. I'm a coward. I know it. Uh, better arm Kyle or Osuna? You know, ooh. Oh, God, I'd love to find out. I would love to find out. Get Kyle a pair of pants. You know what? I'm going to take my pants off right here. I'm going to take my pants off right here. Boom. Pants are off. Pants off. Only for you guys. Kyle after dark it is. Kyle is a soldier, uh, Kyle is a soldier pitcher. We've learned. Interesting. Better arm. Giles or Osuna. Giles. Giles hits himself too. I don't understand why people don't like that. Trade for Paul Goldschmidt. If all the other options fall through, yeah, maybe give it a try. Uh, Kyle, my school won't let me play baseball because we have softball for girls, but I'm better at baseball. Well, fuck your school. What school do you go to? Just look, uh, uh, Maddie, if there's one thing I've learned over the years is that just by being consistently ignorant and cons uh, it's that line from the office for Andy Banker, right? All of the, the success that I've had with women has been because I've slowly worn them down. Go, go find one of the guys on the team that isn't a complete bigot. That wants to play catch with a uh, with a, a young lady, and just play catch with them. Go to go to every one of their fucking practices and force your way in there. 
You'll be better than some of the guys. And when you're better than some of the guys, all it's going to take is a coach with some balls to make it happen. Uh, do you finally tip the cap to my pants coming off? My pants are off, but I am wearing underwear tonight. Uh, underwear might come off here in a little bit. That's up to you. Kyle is the lefty reliever we, we need. Uh, I bet Kyle would have had a 6-7.50 postseason ERA. If I ended the season with a six, the postseason, if I first off, if I was pitching in the postseason, even as like some drunken idiot two rows behind home plate, and they put me in and my ERA was 67.50, what a huge victory that would be. Uh, also, just tell them you're a woman and you're the boss. Fuck yeah. Y'all know where J.A. Happ went to high school. That's where I go. Uh, Graham does. I just exposed myself. <laughs> uh, drunken idiot. Oh, no, you're fine. Look, Maddie, you're fine. Look, we're all friends in here. We Look, the one, the one pad thing... Is that we're all friends in here. We all, we all operate on the same level. If you come in, it's a, it's a, it's a safe zone. Uh, it's a freedom zone. Uh, just like Merca is. Uh, also, blah, blah, blah. I, uh, let's see. Uh, Peru area, right? Look, hey, again, let's, let's, you're allowed to say things, but let's not pry. Let's let that comment go. Let's let it die. Let's be respectful of it. Oh, hey, uh, to Carolyn Blankenship. Hello, Carolyn. How are you? I don't know if you saw it, but I just took my pants off. And uh, that Cardinals Gifts told me to do that. He said, hey, make sure you take your pants off for Carolyn Blankenship tonight. So I don't know what that's about, but it's for you. Kyle talking about a safe zone with his pants off. <laughs> Pad slogan number 157. This is a safe zone. Now take your pants off. Uh, we all expose ourselves here. Friend, can I borrow $20 from Sweaty Teddy? I'll give you $20 if you'll earn it, Sweaty Teddy. I believe that you were part of the conversation involving the uh, the star of the two th 1996 hit True Lies, uh, Tom Arnold. Y'all stalking me now. Yeah, see, we don't want that. Look, we, we, we be respectful. Look, we can be goofy, we can be crazy, but we're respectful. Uh, when you come to Springfield from Travis Mac 251 Again, I have this family thing going on, but at the beginning of next year, I want to make a point in the first four months of the year, or the first four weeks of the year, to spend one weekend in Memphis, one weekend in Springfield, one in Peoria, and one in Palm Beach. And uh, hopefully it's it's relatively early. Fulton Wick from Atlanta is from Sterling, Illinois. What Paul DeYoung's slash line look like next year? Exactly what it looks like this year. Uh, what, what was it? like? Hold on, I don't know what Paul DeYoung's slash line was. Paul... Uh, Joe Randa's still in my search engine. Kyle, am I allowed to stalk you? If you come to Springfield, fuck yeah, you don't have to stalk me. We'll just have dinner. Uh, Harper, Paul, Harper will sign during the World Series to turn the spotlight on him. Watch. He's not even allowed to sign. Like, that's not how Major League Baseball works, unfortunately. Paul the Young. Uh, 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 hello, I very cute guy. Hello, very cute guy. Welcome to a crew full of very cute guys and, like, four girls. Uh, bro, my dad was Mark Burley's mailman. Uh, I was once the mailman of the mailman of Mark Burley. So what do you have? I impulsively bought a pizza. I kept eating full pizzas. Good for you, Blake Riker. Hey, look, I, I was in L.A. over the weekend. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, incredible, amazing L.A. If you haven't been there, you need to go. Make sure you've got a small war chest of cash ready to go. Uh, but then I came home, and the first thing I did is I bought a Lena's pizza and ate the fuck out of that thing. And then it gave me, it, it made my poop smell weird. Uh, but delicious, too, at the same time. I am not man into man. What is this word in English? I am India man. <laughs> it makes me want to write a comic book called India Man. I'm cousins with Carson Wentz. I am brothers with the cousin of the cousin of the uncle of Carson Wentz. Stefanino's better. Oh, God, how good is Stefanino's? Impossible to stalk a guy who takes pants off for the world. Yeah, look, I'll, I want stalkers. My life is pretty boring. 
Uh, I spend once a week talking to people I've never met or seen in person, except for Keeper Dean Roach to you, Keeper, uh, on the Twitter tweets. Uh, Carson Wentz is a god from Lance Dance. <laughs> yeah, you're a big Eagles fan, aren't you? I forgot about that. Okay, so Paul DeYoung's slash line of 241, 313, 433. I'll say it's 250, 325, uh, 456, something like that. Sir, I have a question. Please, sir, bring your question. Thin crust sucks. Why are you St. Louis like that shit? Uh, look, we just like pizza because we're fat and Midwesterners and we really don't give a fuck as long as there's meat and cheese on bread. Uh, Yachty is my mom. Yachty is my mom, too. Welcome, brother. You're awesome, and I'll find you at Hammond's Field next year. Don't worry. Look, I promise to all of my, my Springfield people, uh, the next time I come down to Springfield, we'll have a little thing. I'll let you guys know I'm coming down. I would love to have a meet and greet, like, where we all go to a bar or something. Like, that'd be incredible. That's what I want. My grandma was friends with Ted Williams' daughter. That's cool. Uh, but Kevin Hart liked emos. Duh. All right, I've got to go. Thanks. For the fun tonight, everyone, I love Paul DeYoung. Good for you. Oh, wait. Uh, if I'm, uh, do we, uh, want a Nightwing TV show? Uh, so I watched the first episode of Titans through a friend, and it wasn't bad, but the problem is Dick Grayson is super fucking charming, and they always lose the charming aspect whenever they try to do that. No, I'm serious. My cousin, uh, with Wentz, no shit from North Dakota. That's really cool. To Carson Wentz and Adam Butler, really. Come to Quad Cities and check out Peoria, play the Bandits. That'd be really cool. I'd like to do that. I'd like to meet up with Tara. I know Tara lives in that Quad Cities area. And it'd be really cool if the two of us from a Birds on the Black perspective could do a little meet and greet. I love that Adam Butler. That's right. How did you watch Titans? Again, a friend of mine A friend of mine has the, uh, the, the stupid subscription thing. And I was allowed to watch the episode through that. Um, you'll be good, dude. I, I, I'm not having hair like you on my face, but I'm having on my penis. So here's the thing. As long as you have hair somewhere, whether it be your tre your chest or your penis or your face or your head, you're probably okay. And to be honest, I don't even think you really need hair. I think some ladies don't like hair. Now, if you're a lady and you don't have hair, I'll be honest, I'm all on board. I'd like to give it a try, not just with the whole body thing, but the top of the thing. I've only ever been uh, with a girl who had, like, the really short hair before, and uh, that was pretty cool, too. You know, girls are great. And my phone died. I screamed as loud as I can. <laughs> uh, Marwin Solo, Houston on the board. Good. Love it from Steel. River Bandits would be fun. Then you travel down to Des Moines to watch Memphis as well. That'd be a cool thing if it... If it uh, uh, who's next year's Gyro... Uh, as in kind of came out of nowhere. The smartest answer to go with, and initially I said Larry's Montero, and I was wrong about that, but someone like Tommy Edmond. Look, if the Cardinals drop Greg Garcia, or if he gets traded, or blah, 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 they're going to need a left-handed bat and uh, plays the middle infield, and that's Tommy Edmond. He's a switch hitter, too, which makes him more valuable than Greg Garcia in a lot of different ways. Uh, Andy Young, uh, the Cardinals have kind of been... The Cardinals have been... Hmm. The Cardinals have handled Andy Young wrong up until this point. They've lacked aggressiveness with him. I do hope we see Andy Young at some point in the major leagues, but I just think Tommy Edmonds the more the smarter answer. When you coming to Birmingham to see Lou Bob? Uh, probably never. I'm sorry. I would love to, but I'm I can't. Lane Thomas, 29 NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, Montero has a chance to correct the opening day roster from Langston Little. No, that's not something that that's not something that's an option. I would not think, especially now with Gyro. Uh, and Jerko, and a potential of a third base, a third base upgrade. But Montero at the earliest for like an opening day roster would be 2020. 
and we'll see how he does. More than likely, he'll be in Springfield in June. And um, you guys are going to love Alaris Montero. You're going to love him. Uh, my bad, I thought that's what you said. I might have said it. I'm an asshole. There's no telling what the fuck I said. I'm basically just running on emotion here. Uh, GM Gersh says Malcolm Nunez. Again, I'm really excited about what Malcolm Nunez did in the Dominican Summer League after the Cardinals signed him during the July 2nd signing period. But he hasn't made it stateside yet. And those stats don't mean anything as a 17-year-old playing against mostly 16-year-olds and 20-year-olds who aren't very good at baseball for the Dominican Summer League. When he gets stateside and he rakes that way, then let's get excited. But remember, uh, other than a little bit of power, he didn't do anything that was that much better than Jonathan Machado did. And Jonathan Machado is basically trash. Uh, my bad, uh, Max Schrock, though. The problem with Max Schrock is he's basically only a second baseman. And yeah, the Cardinals will have to add him to the 40-man to protect him from the Rule 5 draft. But the fact that he can't play, he plays a little third base, but it's not very good, really hurts him. The thing about Tommy Edmond is that he can play short. He can play third, he can play second. I'd be willing to bet that that guy, that guy could play the outfield if he needed to. He's a super utility player where Schrock is more of a second baseman. Uh, there are four teams in double, or in triple A in Iowa, I think. Uh, you have to call it now. Is Vlad Jr. a future Hall of Famer? No. No, the chances of being a future Hall of Famer are like, what, 1%? So I'll take, I'll take the numbers. Twins are, twins as a fit for Jamar trade. I think sometimes, by the way, from ADJ3791, I think sometimes with Jmart we assume that he can only play as a DH. And J.D. Martinez played what? How many innings did J.D. Martinez play as an outfielder this year? If J.D. Martinez can play in the outfield for the Boston Red Sox, who have a really good Benintendi, Bradley, Betts, then Jose Martinez could play outfield in the National League. And you know what? Down the stretch, he wasn't bad in the outfield. He handled his shit. And as long as he's handling his shit, he has value in the National League. I just don't think the Cardinals trade him. Uh, his arm is a bust. I don't know who we're talking about, Death March. Whose arm is a bust? I would like to see it. Uh, you know, the funny thing, if we're talking about Jose Martinez, and I don't think we're talking about Jose Martinez, uh, for a while, he had one of the, like when he was 23, 24, he had one of the best arms in the minor leagues. How crazy is that? Uh, JD, JD Martinez hits like 40 home runs though, but if you have a guy who hits 300 with 17 home runs and gets on base 360% of the time, you know, 36% of the time, that guy has a lot of value too. That's kind of rare these days. Like, it's not super rare, but it's valuable. So, and he's cheap. He's cheap. He's cheap. Don't forget that. Uh, where do Nunez and Torres start next year? Malcolm Nunez, more than likely, will start in the GCL. Torres will start at Johnson City. What are the odds that the Astros have a burner account? Uh, hopefully their burner account is Carlos Correa's burner account. Matt Carpenter's arm at third is no defensive value. He look, it's not added value. He makes all the important throws. It's terrible to watch. It's like watching David Eckstein at shortstop. Uh, how about that? Matt Carpenter is the third base version of David Eckstein at shortstop. Okay, here's my question though. What's an example of the best reliever you could get for J-Mart straight up? I don't know. I, I would imagine it's not very high. Uh, Travis agrees to disagree, but close enough. Given that, given uh, what Grichik returned, yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe your best bet of getting anyone is uh, uh, something like Dominic Leone, uh, FMK, Carlos Correa, and Chris Correa. There's only two there, and you just bang them both in, uh, in the most erotic MMM that's ever happened. Uh, it's like watching a frisbee being thrown to first base. It's like watching a helium balloon being thrown to first base. Why do people want to get rid of Ozuna? Best player in September. They want to get rid of him because he was sold to the fan base 
as a middle of the order bat, and it didn't happen until September. Uh, I would believe he was a, he was a bad left fielder too. His arm is compromised, and he's not getting it repaired. I understand why fans want to get rid of him, but it's not going to happen because his value on a one year deal with one year left on his contract, I mean, uh, is only matched. It, it's it has more value to the Cardinals than to anyone else. Now, if the Cardinals get really shitty next year. I would expect him to get traded at the deadline, but that's not going to happen. Okay, here's... Oh, we already went over that. Uh, all right, so we are an hour and 26 minutes into this. This thing used to be short, and we used to talk bullshit at the end. Well, Mo just heard his trade value, so he isn't going any... Who? Ozuna's? Yeah, oh, well, it's not Mo. Like, the Cardinals don't make the decision about who has surgery. The medical staff makes a suggestion, and the player gets to make the final choice. That has nothing to do with Mo. Uh, Redbird Way, uh, what do you think of Mo's... T talking shit on players, I don't like it in any capacity. Look, if an a an amidst a bad stretch of play during the season, if a manager wants to kind of call the team out and maybe single out a player, I'm cool with it. But I don't like the front office doing it. I think it's bad form. Uh, Gorman starting in Peoria, I would believe so. But remember, those decisions aren't made until spring training. So if Nolan Gorman has a really, really great offseason, then yeah, I could definitely see him starting the year in maybe Palm Beach. Uh, Ozuna, I'm just saying public comments don't help his trade value. They're betting on him. That's So be real, Five. I agree. But I don't. The public comments don't matter because they are betting on him, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Okay, so again, I'm going to raise my glass one more time to Cardinals Gifts. To the entire staff of Birds on the Black, uh, I love these people. Again, if you guys don't know how great Cardinals Gifts is at this point, Cardinals Gifts is at this point, uh, I'm, you're so in the dark that I feel for you. Blake Record, I am walking through a nasty part of town to get pizza, but still blasting pad. Have them follow you. All of a sudden, you got pad on. You take your headphones out. The people are looking. Maybe they've got guns. Maybe they got drugs. They look at you, and then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, that guy. And then all of a sudden, you're in a Michael Jackson video, and then you got your arm tied up, and you're wearing this awesome red suit, and the guy across from you with his other hand tied up, he's wearing this awesome white suit. And then you're just throwing knives at each other. But then what you realize about 10 minutes in is that you've just been dancing. You've been doing, like, this weird salsa, but also, like, a moon salsa. And uh, then everyone's happy, and then you go get, like, Coca-Cola Classics in glass bottles together that still have, like, trace amounts of cocaine in it. Uh, let's see. I'll defer to Cardinal's gifts as the gifts or gifts. It's gifts. It's gifts. That's an inside joke. One time, this old lady at UCB Weekend called him gifs, and I can't get over it because you spelled gifs with a J, just like the goddamn peanut butter that tastes great on the sandwich with the jelly. Uh, if you could be one animal a day, what would you be? Uh, one animal for a day? I would be a horse. I would be a male horse for obvious reasons. You guys are cool, thanks. Uh, let's see. Uh, again, one more time. I, I just want to go over it. We have amazing prospects after dark gear on sale. We have shirts. We have lady shirts. We have hoodies. We have long sleeve uh, sweatshirts. Uh, get your prospects after dark stuff. We had an incredible turnout last time. You guys are great. Uh, no way, man. You got to be a bird. Uh, my dad is wondering who this weird-looking man is on my laptop. Just say it's an avocado that was resurrected by uh, Morty, or Rick and Morty from Rick and Morty. Odds that Montero could hit the show at some point next year. Uh, I'll do the Craig Mish 25%. I think ideally. So, okay. Remember last year, the Cardinals traded for Tyler O'Neill. Not this past season in 2017. They traded for Tyler O'Neill, and when they immediately traded for Tyler O'Neill. Everyone said, hey, can Tyler O'Neill come up and be an outfielder now? And I kept saying over and over, 
Wait until June of 2018. Wait until June of 2018. And I'm going to say that with Alarius Montero. Yes, I do think Alarius Montero could come up to the major leagues, not embarrass himself, maybe hold his own, maybe have like an okay year. The beginning of 2020 is going to be an interesting time for Alarius Montero. And I really do believe that he has a potential, whether it be at first base as the heir apparent for Matt Carpenter, who doesn't have a $18.5 million, $18 million option picked up, or at third base if the Cardinals decide to get rickety-wrecked at third with patchwork. Uh, anything could happen, but I do think that we are 2020 for Larry's Montero, and I think everyone's going to love this kid. Uh, let's see. Kyle, are you going to take batting lessons from Nolan Gorman? No, no, but uh, if his DMs are still open, you guys need to slide into Nolan Gorman's DMs and say, hey, you need to have an interview with uh, with Kyle Reese. Uh, Cole Hamels, Alec Hansen, Taylor Ward. Look, Grim, I can only MFK three people. You can't put six on there. I guess I could do a bunch of really cool MMMs, but... Uh, America's not ready for that. Hey, my brother Michael, uh, which St. Louis Charger will throw out the first pitch during Game 1 of the 2020 World Series? For those of you who don't know, uh, Riggedy Wrecked is my brother Michael. He it looks like me uh, if I had every pair of chromosome lined up properly. If if instead of having 23 pairs, 46 chromosomes, uh, I, I, he has 46, I have like 45 and a quarter. Uh, my brother Mike flew me out to L.A. this weekend. I got to spend the weekend with him. He's my favorite person on earth. There is not a, a, a better human being uh, or, or a model of a humanity than my brother Mike. Uh, so, you know, normally this, the, the last drink here goes to Mike, who I don't even know what the fuck he said, or goes to uh, you, but uh, here it's going to go to Mike. I love Mike. Actually, I'm going to save half of this. Ooh. Okay, I'm not going to save half of it. I'm going to drink it. Uh, my brother Mike, who I love with all my heart. There isn't a person I've ever wanted to be more than my brother Mike. And uh, you should all want to be my brother Mike, too, if you can't be Cardinal's gifts. Uh, and then, you guys, okay, uh, damn it, Kyle, Wisdom could be more than... Uh, no, he couldn't. Wisdom can't be anything more than Patrick Wisdom, which is a really interesting first, first, first base, third base, a little bit of power off the bench, uh, who hits a magical grand slam against the Dodgers on a Saturday. Do you think Gorman... Uh, Braun, not Braun. Hey, what's up? Oh, I missed it. People, it's Mike Gersh, not Mike. <laughs> Michael Gersh, not Mike. Uh, the cards, and I'd be a Cardinal. Uh, oh, wait, my brother Michael said something. So the other thing about my brother Mike, so you see how I've got this avocado head. My brother Mike has a full-formed head. And what about Evan Mendoza this year? More than likely, Evan Mendoza starts the year back at Springfield with a promotion to Memphis somewhere along the lines. FYI, boyfriend cut runs smaller than a normal T-shirt of the same size. I don't know what that means. Uh, MFK, Ward, Hanson, and Kirilov. You fuck that Kirilov. You marry that Taylor Ward. And then you kill that Hanson right now, Graham. I'm sorry to do it to you. Has the Cardinals way lost its way? I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, is Greg Garcia a Cardinal next year? Yeah, more than likely. Just prepare yourself for it emotionally. That's the best I can tell you. Uh, he is at the beginning of the year. I don't think the Cardinals are going to trade... I don't think the Cardinals are going to cut him. And I, they're obviously not going to trade him. Because what kind of trade value does he have? Look at what they got for Aledmis Diaz. They got J.B. Woodman, who is nothing. You're talking about less than J.B. Woodman. I wish I wish I was a loofah. Yeah, yeah, I wish I was a loofah. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Oh, no, uh, I wish I was a loofah that you would spread on your man chest, boy. Boy. Any chance a local nine take a long look at Kimbrel this offseason? Uh, I want to take a long look at you, boy. Uh, gotta wear shades. Who the hell would want Greg Garcia? Exactly. Uh, Greg Garcia gave me four bats and 12. He was a goat. J.B. Woodman got cut. That's right. Uh, any chance that they look at Kimbrel? Uh, so Michael, Michael Reese of Kyle Reese fame, uh, I think that 
again, if Bryce Harper doesn't work out and Donaldson doesn't work out, what I would like to see them do is I'd like them to spend heavily on Kimbrel, Keuchel, and Moose. Because uh, Moose would only take like a two-year deal. If you had to take one, Kimbrel, Miller, Britton, or Robertson, who do you take? Uh, tie for first with Kimbrel, Kimbrel and Robertson. No kidding, my vote without question is my favorite shirt. Hey, uh, Braun, not Braun, said it. His, his Prospects After Dark t-shirt is his favorite shirt. To you, sir. The red one. Why is Bill Dimwit so cheap? That's better than DeWallet. I like that. I give you credit for that, uh, March 69. Uh, I also give you credit for the number 69, which is my favorite thing to do. Uh, I come quick, so, uh, like a kumquat, and, uh, 69 works out best for me. What Halloween candy is okay to throw at people? Um, bricks. Make sure to buy some winter gear after the episode. That's right. Buy your Prospects After Dark winter gear. Hey, by the way, Michael Reese. Uh, I gotta get you a Prospects After Dark shirt so you don't wear it anywhere. Uh, candy corn. Frozen Tootsie Rolls. Uh, what do we do with Weaver? He pitches out of the bullpen next year, and he's surprisingly good. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. We are an hour and 35 minutes in. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Uh, wow, I actually made it tonight from Blue's Record. Welcome. Let's end this thing. Uh, if the Cardinals get a new backup catcher, no, they're not going to get a new backup catcher. If, they're back, if they have a backup catcher that isn't Francisco Pena, it's Carson Kelly. Can't wait for November 1st. Cheap candy. That's the best day of the year. Hand out Arby's Euros or Euros uh, for Halloween this year and make all the poor kids shit their pants, or does he get a new one? Anyways, uh, to all of you, my prospects after dark people, get your shit. But also, I love you. And uh, we sold like 50, 60-something T-shirts last time. Uh, it, I, what I like about that is I like the pictures that came with it. I want you guys to buy your shit, take your pictures, and show me. Because it's the only way that my ego ever gets bigger than what it is. Uh, and otherwise, I just punish, masturbate myself. Uh, please don't leave. This is all I have from Ashley Crow. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to turn this off. I'm just going to walk around my apartment uh, basically pantless. You guys saw me take my pants off earlier. And uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, go to bed with me, family of 72 currently. Uh, they are cheap, no profit, dirt cheap. Yeah, that's right. They're, look, they're dirt cheap. We, we decided to go with like the, the lower quality stuff. And again, it's still high quality, but it's not that like super fabric that my brother Mike finds everywhere on earth. Um, so everything's a little cheaper and we, we decided that we wanted very little profit, no profit at all, basically. And, uh, so that we could keep things as cheap as possible. I took to Twitter and I said, do you guys want prospects after dark t-shirt or uh, hoodies for 28 bucks? We got them down to like 24 or something like that. Get your shit again. Uh, this isn't about this for me personally, the prospects after dark gear is just seeing, Getting a tweet with a picture of a guy who has, like, a condom wrapper open and a whip from South Carolina. Like, I love that. Or our boy, the Kansas City Bureau of Prospects After Dark, KC Cards fan, uh, who goes to fucking Oktoberfest in Germany and goes to Amsterdam and takes pictures, like, and then ends in Wrigley Field. Like, that's the kind of shit we want. We want you guys to be a part of this. I know that I say blithering, idiotic shit on a regular basis. I know that I don't make much sense very frequently, but, or, I don't make much sense very frequently is not really a sentence, it actually doesn't mean a goddamn thing. I don't, I know I don't make a lot of sense very often, uh, but I know that I make sense, it just happens very often. Anyways, I'm a moron, and what I'm getting at is, I'm the custodian of the show, Pat is yours. 
I don't want anything to do with it other than the fact that you guys are a part of it. And uh, any way to make you happy, I'm happy. I'm going to post a pic wearing mine next to the original Jimmy John's in Charleston, Illinois. <laughs> I like that you capitalized Charleston, Illinois, as if you're proud of it and both ashamed of it all in one. Uh, but anyways, get your pad gear, send us the pictures. I just want you guys, like, this is your show. I want to be a part of this with you. I'm just some asshole here talking through you guys. So, uh, for the, the, the Prospect After Dark audience, as always, our final toast goes to you. I, I am, I am this big. I'm this fucking big. I'm a piece of shite this big uh, that is made this big by my brother Michael and this big by my brother Scott in total. And, uh, well, this big by attractive or not really attractive ladies. Uh, but also, um, anyways, it, I, you're incredible, which I don't even know if that, that's a non sequitur at this point, right? Ooh. More importantly, from our good friend Eric Thomas 75, if you watch this or are listening to this, do this, you are part of the resistance. Uh, I, w I got to go to the Griffith, Griff Griffith Observatory in LA, which is the birthplace of the Terminator movies, which is the birthplace of my name, Kyle Reese, as my degenerate parents decided to name me after that movie from 1985, as I was born in 1986. Uh, I got to go to the Griffith Observatory. And see where it all began. Uh, and Eric Thomas, you, sir, were on it. Uh, so, again, if you watch this, if you're currently listening to this, you're part of the resistance. Or as uh, as somebody pointed out, the resistance. Uh, again, I'm a blithering idiot. For for everybody at Birds on the Black, uh, Cards Gifts, Tara Wellman, uh, those other people, uh, Charles Bron uh, Brownson, uh, Stu Stiles, Eric Manning, Dennis Asian Fella. Uh, cards, cards. Zach Gifford, who is no longer a part of it. Uh, the lovely and talented Nicholas Childress, who is void of any communication. For all of the pad people, look, I love all of you. You're all incredible. Uh, again, if you watch this, listening to it, you're part of the resistance. And as always, family, uh, happy hunting.